What's going on, all my podcast listeners? I promised you another episode for tonight, so that's what I'm going to get. Like I said, I don't know how long it's going to be, but I kind of wanted to touch base a little bit on autism. And, uh, you know, there's many different forms of autism. There's not one person, one person isn't the same. You know, everybody is different when it comes to autism. Let's put it that way. And, um, there's many subcategories that go along with autism as well. I didn't know, you know, about autism at all. You know, I mean, I've seen... Facebook posts and shit about autism and, and whatnot, but I never really put two and two together. So I've been doing my research and everything, and and that's what it's coming out to be. So Asperger's is a mild form, a subcategory of autism. And that's what I have. I know without a doubt, I don't need psychiatrists to tell me, um, it's pretty, it's a pretty self-diagnosis thing, you know, whenever you don't like to look people in the eyes, um, when it's very hard to socially interact and communicate and everything, it takes a lot of effort on my time. Not, you know, even whenever I'm at work and I'm shouting out, it takes a lot of effort. But just to look somebody face to face and talk to them, even in an interview or whatever, that's why I have a mental breakdown almost if I have an interview because face to face contact. Looking them in the eyes is what they want. But it is so hard for me. It is so hard. I don't even know how to explain it. It's 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 probably one of the hardest things I've done, you know, throughout my life is making eye contact with people. Um not only that, but I hate it when people look at me whenever I eat. If I'm fucking eating and somebody's staring at me, dude, I can't do it. I can't do it, like, I can't stand it when somebody's fucking looking at me while I'm eating, it's just, uh, it's a, it's a fucking, I was gonna say it's a mental thing or a personal thing, but no, it's an Asperger's thing, it's a, you know, get on Google and you research it, Asperger's is a social and communicable communication disorder a developmental disorder so and not only that but when you're an introvert on top of that you don't like people to begin with so you know I mean it is what it is at the end of the day and I haven't went to a psychiatrist yet. I don't plan on it. Because 
it's very fucking simple to be able to say, yeah, this is this is what's going on. This is how my body feels. This is what's going on. You know, I don't need somebody with a degree to tell me how I feel. And um, usually, all they want to do, all psychiatrists want to do, is just put you on fucking drugs and be a, a quack. So, and I've dealt with that throughout most of my childhood and early adulthood. So, I don't like dealing with quacks. I've I've been through it all. You know, I mean, when I was a kid, um, I had this, I probably had this disorder from the whole time I was a kid. Um, now, supposedly, when I was a kid, I was hyper and all this other bullshit, blah, 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 right? But I also had a hard time making friends. If I look back, if you look back now, I mean, I had a hard time making friends. And whether it was at school or whether it was at home, um, so anywho... I think they must have misdiagnosed me. And, you know, a lot of kids that start out with the same symptoms as ADHD or ODD or ADD or whatever fucking abbreviations they want to use, they probably are the same as me. They they just want friends. They want attention. They want... You know, especially somebody like me. I Like I said, it was hard for me to make friends. So, every little bit of attention that I did get was, you know, that's why I was hyper. Really. I mean, looking back at it. After I was old enough, they said, oh, he grew out of it. He's not, he, he doesn't have ADHD anymore. He doesn't need to take medicine. You want to know why? Because after I got to be 13, 14, 15 years old, I told them, you know, I started getting smarter. And I'm like, dude, I'm not taking this fucking medicine. It got to the point where I was like, you know, it, it makes me doped up. It makes me not hungry. It fucking, it just makes me like a zombie, you know, and I'm not going to do this shit. And it was really sad because for most of my childhood... My early childhood, I was on Ritalin or Adderall or um, many different antidepressants, which was really crazy because I really need to be on antidepressants now, but more than ever. But even back then, my mother had me going to some quack, you know, I mean, that was state funded, that was, you know, free free health care, free mental health care. All these people keep preaching about free mental health care and shit. It's not what it's all cracked up to be. It's fucking drugs that are going to fuck your life up. These are drugs that you're you're putting into your system. I mean, and you know, <laughs> from the time that I was probably 7 years old, to the time I was 15, I was taking drugs. I was 
going to a quack doctor, some psychiatrist. It was, he was, okay, get out your pocketbook because you're going to need it. Because I'm going to list off all these drugs that I, I take or that I used to take. And one of them was Ritalin, Adderall, Concerta, Stratera, Clonidine, Prozac, um, what was the other one? There's probably one or two that I'm missing. So that's eight different drugs that I tried, at least, that I can remember. You know, this is almost ten years later, so... Whenever I got old enough, I said, fuck you guys, I'm not taking that shit. And my mom wasn't going to be able to make me take it, so, you know, they weren't going to be able to make me take it, so... To cover their own ass, they just said, oh, well, he grew out of it. And... I didn't really grow out of it, because the whole time, it wasn't ADHD to begin with, it was... Asperger's. It was Asperger's. The whole time. Looking back at it now, I mean, that's that's what I have to this day, is Asperger's. And, you know, I have had jobs that um, you have to deal with the public. You know, every job that I've had, you have to deal with the public. My first job that I had was making milkshakes and running drive through at Steak and Shake. And you had to fucking deal with the public. I was a host at Cracker Barrel. You had to deal with the public. You know, um, I've been a server before. I've been, um, worked at a gas station for ten years. And then, you know, with pizza places, not just the one that I work at, but the one that I used to work at whenever I was a little younger, you always had to deal with the public. And so, in a sense, I have a very mild case of Asperger's. And I don't, I don't like looking people in the eyes. It's really hard for me. I've talked about this before. Um, it's really, really hard for me to look somebody in the eye. Now, if I feel like I can trust you, and I feel like, you know, especially if I've been kind of drinking a little bit, and, you know, I'm kind of loose a little bit, I feel like I can trust you and everything, then I'll look you in the eyes. Usually it takes a few drinks. I'm going to say that. Like, right now, I can care less. I can look somebody in the eyes right now and fucking, you know, talk my ass off have no care in the world, but if I'm sober, with my Asperger's, good luck, good luck, good luck, I've had about, oh, three or four 16 ounce cans right now, so I'm feeling pretty good, I can, I can look somebody in the eye right now and have a whole conversation with them, but if you, you catch the sober me, it's not gonna fucking happen. I'm definitely not going to look you in the eyes. I'll tell you that. And so there's this there's this experiment this this um 
yeah, I guess this experiment that I'm trying to do where you're a lot more, like I said, you're a lot more relaxed and evened out after a hard day's work. You go downtown, you have a few drinks, you talk to some people, you're mellow, you know. It's a whole different crowd whenever you actually get out there. Whenever you actually try to get out there. But, you know, it's really hard. It's really hard. And I feel really bad for the people out there that they look like a normal person. They they work like a normal person. They sound like a normal person. They just don't have those fucking communication capabilities. You know, they don't have that, you know, it, I don't know. It's really hard to explain. For somebody that doesn't have Asperger's, it's really hard. And I used to hear that all the time. I used to hear people talk about that. And be like, oh yeah, Asperger's, you know, uh, uh, and you know, it really, nobody really understands until they actually fucking have to deal with it. So, I, I blame a lot of it on my childhood, and the drugs that I took whenever I was a kid, and how, you know, the high school that I came up in, how it was, but, you know... I can sit here and blame and blame and blame, but it's just, it is who I am, so. And with that being said, you know, 32, I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to kind of mellow out a little bit, a little bit, I feel it, a little touch of it. And I'm kind of trying to find my footing to where I can retire. You know, and see a whole bunch of shit in between the way. So, and a lot of people think that I'm just, I'm not doing anything. Oh, he's just some guy that's, some Joe Blow that's working at a pizza place. And it's great, because I like it that way. I like it for people to second-guess me and, and all that shit. So, you know, because whenever it comes down to it, five, ten years from now, I'm going to be doing better than they are. Regardless. No matter which way you put it, no matter which way you slice the cake, I'm going to be doing better than they are. Period. They might make more money, and they might have a house, and they might have a car, but they've got a wife. The wife's going to take half the house or more. The wife's going to take the car. Half of your money. You know, and a lot of these people, they, you know, marriages, they don't last. They don't last, and they definitely don't last, you know... I, I forgot the statistics because I was watching a video about it the other day, but and I'm I'm shortchanging it, but I'm going to say that 70% of marriages don't last past 10 years. 
70%, don't last past 10 years. Three quarters of marriages. And that's just going out on a limb. I think I'm kind of given a little bit more generosity. But I think it's five years. There's a really big chance that you're not going to be together. After 10 years, there's an even bigger chance. And then after like 15 years... There's an even bigger chance that you're not going to be together. But then they said usually 100% of the time, well, not 100% of the time, but like 99% of the time, you don't make it past 30 years. So you got like 1% that, you know, you see that old couple that's at the diner and they're like fucking on their 60th anniversary. That's part of the one percent. There's not there's not a lot of them fuckers left, I'm telling you, in today's society. They just don't exist. It's like a fucking magic unicorn. I'm telling you. That's why they look at us crazy. You know. I shouldn't joke around about that because in the 30, 40, 50 years, who knows, I'll be that same fucking person. So, um, which, that's another thing, you know, thinking about that, thinking about the next 30 years from now is just crazy. To look at all the technology that we've accomplished in the past 30 years to now, I mean, back when I was a kid, you know, it, you might not think about it, but back when I was a kid, we didn't have debit cards and shit, we didn't have, you know, direct deposit and daily pay and debit cards, we had a paper check, they had a paper check back then, and they didn't, you know, when you went to the bank, they slid it through a machine that they had to, it was manual, they had to use their hands to, to make a carbon copy, okay, so it wasn't like they just put it in a machine and it sucked it through and they had to take their hand and run it over it, make a carbon copy and all that shit, it wasn't until like 2000s, the early 2000s, until they started coming out with um, debit cards or credit cards that were, you know, starting to turn into debit cards. And, um, cash was still keen back then, just like it is today. I mean, I, you know, I don't like to carry my card with me. I take out whatever amount of cash that I need and I take it with me and I leave my card and my other cash at home usually because if you take out your card and you lose it, then you're fucked. You know, I mean, you don't have any way to get your next paycheck. I mean, I mean, I could, I could request it stolen and then wait to get a new one, and wait to get my funds on that one, and blah, 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 but it's, 
it's a headache. So, anywho, I don't carry a wallet with me anymore because a lot of people carry their social security cards and their uh, IDs and their money and everything in a fucking wallet. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's stupid. You fucking end up losing your wallet and you got your whole life in it. At least, you know, if you carry your money and your debit cards and your ID separate, if you lose one of them, then maybe you might be able to keep your debit card and your money. Or keep your ID and a little bit of money or, you know, something. But when you carry it all in one wallet, that's stupid as fuck. That is the most dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's the reason why I don't have a wallet right now. Got people that I work with and they're like, why don't you get a wallet? Get a fucking wallet. And I'm like, you see this big book bag right here? This is my fucking wallet. Nobody touches my fucking book bag. Nobody touches my wallet, you know? I mean, keep my ID in it, keep my debit card in it, blah, blah, blah. Man. Just had to fucking go take a piss, and oh my gosh. (laughs) That's what beer does to me. Well, beer, coffee, but I haven't really, I haven't had coffee since, like, last March. And it's fucking August getting ready to go in September, so, I haven't had any coffee, I've had maybe a couple cans of coffee in between, but I used to drink, like, fucking six to ten cups of coffee at night, whenever I worked at the gas station, so, it's a, it's kind of a change, I can notice a change, in a sense, um, do I think it's a good change? Eh, I don't know. I mean, I don't really feel that big of a change. There's a lot of days where I actually wish I had coffee. Still. Not even really drinking it or whatever. I'm like, yeah, you know, waking up. Some days it's really hard. And then, when I get to work, past couple morning shifts I've got to work, I'm like, oh, I need to go down to the gas station and get a couple energy drinks, you know? But if I had some coffee, I wouldn't really have to do that, so. And that's natural caffeine. There's a difference with natural caffeine, because... When you get into those bang energy drinks and the rain energy drinks. They say they have amino acids and shit in them. They've got caffeine in them and shit. But it's there's some shit in between the lines. Let's just put it that way. There's like three, four hundred milligrams of caffeine. So it's like 
three cups or a little bit more. No, it's like, yeah, it's like three cups of coffee, three small cups of coffee in one can. Little 12 ounce, you know, coffees. Three little 12 ounce coffees in one can, pretty much. And, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I, I drink those here lately every chance that I get whenever I'm in the morning, whenever I'm waking up early. Um, I usually hardly ever do that, you know, I mean, but would I rather have coffee or would I rather have energy drinks? And the thing is, I don't really like the, the taste of energy drinks and I feel like there's a lot of fake sweeteners and shit in it, you know? Um, I'm pretty sure the, the one that I drink has sugars in it, I don't know, but there's a lot of that zero sugar bullshit, and plus, you know, whatever preservatives and shit they have in it, and I just feel like it's not healthy. If you drink coffee, I mean, it's healthy, it's, it's fucking coffee, I mean, you know, nothing added, pure, natural, caffeine, now, I drink my, I drink my coffee black, usually, depends on where I get it from, if it tastes like shit, <laughs> you're, you're gonna have places where it tastes fucking burnt, and tastes like shit, and you know, they don't fucking take care of their, um, they don't clean out their coffee urns and shit. But there is certain places where I will go and just get a cold brew black coffee. Or I'll get a regular black coffee. No cream, no sugar. Um, get a hot coffee, you know. Now sometimes... I'll add cream to it, but I don't add as much sugar as what most people put to it. I've seen people put like 8, 10, fucking 15 packets of sugar in their shit. Now me, if they have it, I'll use the half and half. I'll use the half and half creamer. I don't like using the little cups. If they have it in the little dispenser that's that's better but and then I'll use like two or three things of sugar but these motherfuckers go overboard that's how they end up with diabetes and shit now me I like to save my fat and my calories and everything for shit that it matters. Because, like I said, people will be out here drinking coffee every single morning. They'll be at the gas station putting 
15 packs of sugar in their coffees and getting 52 ounce things of soda. I don't do that shit. What I do is when I have a little splurge every now and then and I want something like a Polish sausage, I'll fucking get one. I don't eat Polish sausage every day, you know what I'm saying? But it just gives me more room to splurge on shit, you know what I'm saying? And here lately, I haven't really been splurging on shit, because I gotta buy, uh, well, first of all, I gotta get my bike out of the shop. It's still in the shop, like... This motherfucker's been in the shop for like two weeks. So he better have that motherfucker done. I gave him more than enough time for that reason. Because I'm tired of waiting around on his ass, you know. Oh, we need to do this. Oh, we need to order that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to give you two weeks. And since he gave me a bike tomorrow... Give me a little loner bike. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You want to sit there and take your sweet time? I don't care. As long as I'm getting to work. I ain't going to be able to pay you for another week or so. So I don't care. You know what I'm saying? He might be. He might be kind of salt about that. Because I haven't hit him up for like a week. Maybe a week and a half. But, you know, it is what it is. Like, I'm paying you good money to have my shit top-notch. You know, I'm trying to get to work every day and shit. And I told him this. Like, I told him, just replace all that shit on it. Brand new fucking shifter, brand new cables, brand new everything. Just replace all of it. And I'm going to pay you whatever. And he keeps saying, well, I'll just, I'll just get it up and running. Or, you know, whenever I took it in there, he asked me, I said, I need to do this and this and this. And he's like, so you want it to be running, right? And I'm like, yeah, I want it to be reliable. I need a new derailleur. I need a new shift kit for the back. I need my front derailleur to be fixed because it was never really fixed to begin with. I need my front bearings to be replaced, which I'm going to do that later. And my rear bearings. And then I probably need to get some brake pads for the front and back because I ain't had had any of those in I don't know how long. And wintertime's coming up so you know I mean he's talking about scraping by and oh we can do this we can do that but it's just like temporary fixes you know what I'm saying because he knows that I'm gonna have to come back to him and have to get my shit fixed again and have to pay for the labor charge and shit you know what I'm saying When you go to a bike shop, they don't just charge you a flat rate. 
they charge you for the parts, and then they charge you for the labor. So, it takes them two hours to do it or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Now, this guy has been pretty good in the past, because he's given me uh, free handlebar grips. He's redone my bearings on the front and back. He, for free, I didn't have to pay anything for that. And then he tuned up the rest of my shit and cleaned it up for, you know, like a hundred bucks altogether. That was really cheap. But this time around, I'm expecting about $35 for the derailleur. About $50 for the labor. It's damn near $80 to $100. And then I'm going to toss him a little bit of money for borrowing this bike for like a rental fee. This is going to be like $120, $130 for all this shit. Pretty much. Give or take. Might have to add on a little bit more, but $150 out of my pocket isn't a very good feeling. Hopefully I can get out a little bit less, but I don't know. You know, you get what you pay for, and that's why I like paying him good money. Because he actually, I, if I make sure he does it, if I go back and say... No, this isn't the way it needs to be done. He'll fucking fix it. So. Anywho. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit going on in my life. And not enough time to deal with it. I've got tomorrow off. But I gotta go over to my mother's house and see my grandmother. Um, like I said, she's not doing very good. She's not doing very good at all. And I think she's 92 years old. So she's, she's lived a good life and everything. And she's actually gotten to the point where she's chosen to start taking the morphine. So, um... It's just really crazy on how fast people actually start to start to decline in health because two months ago she looked pretty good she looked pretty good I'm not gonna lie for being 92 she looked really good and then once she you know a week went by two weeks went by she's she looks like skin and bones right now. And it's because she can't eat certain things with the medicine that she's on. That's why they tell her. You can't eat anything. And I think that what it is, is they're starving her to death. I mean, they're starving her to death and they're giving her the drugs like morphine and shit to kind of to kind of not think about it, you know, and it's really, 
it's really fucking getting to me now that I think about it. So I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast and until the next one, see Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle. Till the next one.